from the beginning of time. Life has struggled, survived, and evolved. Living beings have come into existence, evolving into ever and more and more subtle consciousness. From the smallest awakenings of life, to the most advanced entities in the universe. Consciousness, self-awareness has grown from a sleepy existence in material form to awakening to its own nature. In that evolution from the static form dominated by tamas to the sentient form dominated by sattva there is an awakening within matter to its essential nature a rock is alive is conscious is consciousness, but its consciousness dominated by tamas is sleepy. It does not recognize itself. It is not self-aware. The consciousness that forms into a rock sleeps in the image of a rock, sleeps, sleeps forming a topic structure into the form of a rock, the image of a rock. But as it begins to evolve, that consciousness which has formed itself as a rock slowly, slowly awakens to self-awareness. Slowly, slowly, tamas, begins to dissolve. The consciousness that has been in the rock forms, changes form, becomes a plant or an animal, is closer to self-awareness, has more distinction, identity of its unique individuality. And as it evolves through the animal kingdom, through plant kingdom, it becomes more and more self-aware until the self-awareness of its individuality grows to the extent that it evolves into the human realm. Humans have many forms. We think of one particular type of form, but in this vast universe, it is not the only human form. Humans are not simply defined by upright stature. 
but by the evolution of the mind, that the evolution of self-awareness. When the human being asks, who am I? And begins to question their own existence, that living being is no longer a part of the animal or plant kingdoms. They become part of the human kingdom, questioning, searching for their own identity. That search for self-identity starts with the body. I'm this body. It begins with the body. It begins with the belief that you are whatever you are thinking, whatever you are desiring, and the body you live in. And so conscious awareness focuses on the lower koshas, the lower layers of the mind, the the material layers of the mind. Because consciousness is evolving out of slumbered identity with material existence. And it's no longer a stone. It's no longer a plant or an animal. It has become self-inquiry. And in that self-inquiry, becomes aware of itself. The first identity is naturally with the physical body, with the physical world, with physical needs and desires, and the fulfillment of those physical needs and desires. And then comes mental identity. I am this person. I have these feelings. I have the person begins to be aware that they have sorrow and joy, fear, and they're aware of their feelings. They're aware that they are uh, complex. They begin to see the different parts of the mind, the mental development and the emotions become known. And as mind continues to grow in magnitude, it begins to see glimmers of the mystic self, of the spiritual nature of being. And as mind continues to grow, that spiritual nature blossoms, becomes more and more the focus. And that sense of identity shifts from the body, slowly, slowly begins to shift to the mind and then to the spirit, to consciousness itself. And when the sense of self begins to identify with awareness, with the very ability to be aware, with awake consciousness and intelligence, then 
the sense of self moves into the realm of the spiritual consciousness, into the subtler layers of the mind. The intuitive mind awakens. Intuitive abilities uh, become known. The being begins to realize there is awareness of things that are not known through the physical senses, that they begin to awaken to the larger field of awareness. You may know who is on the telephone. You may uh, see something that will happen in the future. You may have empathy to understand the feelings of those around you. Because your sense of self is growing out of identity with the physical body or even the mind and into this vaster field of awareness, of consciousness, where there is no boundary of the physical form or the brain. There is a processing that's larger. And so the Atimanas Kosha, the intuitive mind, becomes awakened. And then, as this evolution continues, it's, it's, there is awakening of conscious awareness to the greater knowledge to the sense that the infinite abides everywhere in all beings. That there is the infinite consciousness that is everywhere. When knowledge comes, there is a realization that you are not separate You are not isolated. You are a part of an interwoven, interconnected existence. That existence is you and all beings. And in its true form, as you reach to Haranyamaya Kosha. It is the blissful, divine eminence, the pure light of being. The realization comes that there is a non-dual existence. There is a an existence that is love, that is truth, the true self, 
the true nature of all that is. There is an existence that is bliss because it's love fulfilled, and that is bliss. When there is no striving, no grasping, no pulling, there simply is love divine. There simply is the Sadguru, the infinite one of which all the dualities and the multiplicities of creation are formed. This is the body. But the one embodied in the stone, in the plants, in the animals, in the humans, in their search for self, when they find that self, they discover that it is wholeness, that that self is undying, immortal, infinite love. One essential existence. That is the self of yourself, the self of all beings. That is the Sadguru, the one who draws you always towards that cosmic nucleus, Purushottama, the one who is ever calling, Lord Krishna calling, calling all beings to itself. And so because of that calling, the natural evolution from the sleepiness of the rock the consciousness that believes itself the image of a rock and sleeps in that consciousness, that awareness, that image of a rock, awakens slowly, slowly, becoming an an animal, a plant, evolved to the highest trees, the most intelligent animals, to the sudden awakening of self-awareness. Who am I? Why am I? What is this body? The questioning ability of humanity. And from that evolves is drawn by that cosmic nucleus, by Purushottama, drawn always to that cosmic center. And so as life stumbles forward, 
it finds greater and greater connection. Moments of wholeness. Ah. And then searches again for those moments. Searches in material gain, in satisfying the senses. Then feeling still the restlessness, moving beyond the senses. Moving to the intuitive, beyond the intuitive. Moving to being. Moving to love. Moving to great compassion. And finally, the awakening of knowledge of love divine of the one who is the beloved of your heart, who has always been with you, will always be with you. That one is so deep in you that once the identity of your conscious awareness moves away from believing yourself to be a human, just as your consciousness at one time believed itself to be a rock or something inanimate, believes itself to be a human. When that belief dissolves, due to this constant pull of the cosmic nucleus, on your essence, drawing sleeping consciousness ever to greater and greater disease degrees of wakefulness. You find that you are awakened, realizing love, which is perhaps you put it outside of yourself. It is the Sadguru. And you learn to love passionately. That beloved, always with you, caring for you. Until one day, you are willing to let go of your identity as a separate entity. And you are willing to surrender completely, to let go of false beliefs, to surrender completely to that cosmic pull of Purushottama, the cosmic nucleus, and allow yourself to be awakened into the realization that that one who has stolen your heart, whom you have worshipped as the God, as the Sadguru, is none other than the self of yourself, is none other than you and all beings is the essence 
of you and all beings. When you dissolve all beliefs, all identities into the eternal one, then there is only one, not two, only one. But that one is not a body or a mind. All creation abides in the mind of that one. All beings are that one's expression. The nature of that one is unbearable love. The human mind cannot comprehend that love, is stunned in the presence of that love. It is beyond the understanding of the mind. The mind can only remember the taste of it. But that love, that wholeness, is a vast existence with no beginning and no end. No words can contain it. No thought can find it. Where is the difference between I and thou? when all the fetters of limitation are let go. There is only one. One love, one truth, one existence, one greatness, a beauty beyond the knowledge of the mind to comprehend, a love of passion so great, the mind cannot contain it. 
And from that contact, when consciousness melts into itself, into its true nature, when aware intelligence melts into its true nature, the vast beingness in which stars are born, galaxies abide, and all living beings come into existence and search for their true essence. and find the self, find the one, find the love of their heart and are whole. Then the restlessness is gone. Peace abides. Love abides. And when awareness then comes back into form, into the limitations of a body and a mind, it retains knowledge. Or if melted completely, the knowingness is full. The remembrance beyond words is full. You remain whole. So that which is as vast as all space and time and as simple as the daily tasks of your life, as each and every being you come in contact. That is the wholeness of love fulfilled. Knowingly or unknowingly, you are always moving, being drawn towards that cosmic nucleus. Awaken. Let go. Surrender. And be whole.